yourself for invasion. This is Indie Invasion. Slow and mellow. Slow and easy. What's happening? Indie Invasion, awesome people who are out there. Invaders. The Invaders. Here we are, expanding the gaming universe one game at a time. Sorry we're a few minutes late. Uh, we'll bring, blame my coffee pot. Even though you get, said it was the... Uh, it was the fast it? one. It the was fast the fast one. one. I did realize one thing on Redbubble is I need we need to turn the logo around to the other side of the cup because I'm not left-handed. And I'm, it's great for you left-handed people, but I'm going to burn myself. Yeah, I may have to edit that one. I know I edited one of the ones we have on there because I, I thought of that. I was like, you know, we only have the logo on one side. Yeah, yeah. So we got Spaz and Todd. What's happening, fellas? Fellas, fellas. Todd, since you're here, I got a question for you. Do you go to ReaperCon? Hey, Tim. Tonio. All right, that'll take a second for it to catch up. Um, oh, we can, since Spaz is here, we can say Spaz. Nice skirt. <laughs> <laughs> Alder, <laughs> greetings, sir. Coffee. Good you morning, Alder. So, so um, Discover Games has already booked their booth at ReaperCon. So what that means is there's a small possibility if I can juggle my schedule that I might go to ReaperCon um, and run some twisted stuff. So that would be awesome. What's up, Sirtis? Awesome, awesome. I'm excited tonight. Um, Eric, what you been working on, man? I got a lot done in the last week. So I finished building and priming all my what? Black Sun stuff. So what? this little game right here that I got at Adepticon. Um, you busy little beaver. Yeah, I, I still do want to do kind of an unboxing with this of what comes in yeah. that little starter box for everybody yep. to see what's in it. But I couldn't resist, and I went as far as priming. My excuse was, it'll show up better on video. Hey, and hey, that's a good excuse. I got all my Don't Look Back corset built and ready nice. for paint also. So kind of that being a solo game, you can play it solo. I'm kind of jazzed up about I can, you know, set it up down here and yeah. mess around with it, leave it. Record kinda, some battle reports. Eventually, that's what my plan is. I I, yeah, man. I think it's a perfect game for that. Um, yeah. You know, it's small scale, so you don't yeah. have to have a big wide view of everything. You just need the action, right? And I think I think there needs to be more <laughs> battle reports on that one anyway, just because, uh, and I've said this every time we talk about the game, it captures the horror element, the suspensefulness, better than anything I've ever seen in a yeah. horror game. So yeah. um, that's the thing. Spaz said a beaver is a Canadian animal. You can't call yourself one of those. You got dibs. Uh, we have beavers too. Spaz, yeah. come on. We come on. North America. That's that's what we're talking about. Just kidding. I mean, we do have beavers. I wasn't kidding about that. Yeah, Sirtis said, get that don't look back done so we can see some uh Eric battle reports on there. I'll be excited about that. Um hopefully uh I, I roll. My my average for rolling, you know, you were you were oh I'm terrible on yourself, but my rollings, mine's hit or miss sometimes. Like when we we played the oh, mine's Rain miss hell, or miss, we played Rain and Hell at Adepticon. My dice were hot; they were so hot 
that I was just obliterating the other demons. Now, listen, my dice do get hot. They do. I, I, everybody's dice get hot, but it's always when I've loaned them to someone else. It's yeah. never when it's never when I have them. I tell you, this is my favorite story. I was playing AJ, uh, who owns Unipolar Games. I was playing a game of Free Blades with him, and he rolled. I can't remember exactly. It was five or six natural twenties on me. With my dice. With your dice. With my dice. I'm over here rolling ones and twos, and I'm like, this is this is not so good. <laughs> not so good. So, actually, I wanted to give a little shout-out. I'm not sure that um, they'll see it, but Luke from Cinderfall Gaming is uh, – we got some twisted stuff to him, and he did, he did a video – um, unboxing some of the stuff, but what I wanted to give him props for, I see you got your bell. You need to tape yeah. that thing on your I wrist. I gotta get it closer to me. Uh, <laughs> um, no, but what he did was, was what got us to battle reports because I liked his battle reports. They're real simple and they, you know, they cut between turns kind of like I did. So I kind of copied what he did a little bit, but I messaged him and I was like, Hey, what camera do you have? <laughs> he says, Oh, I just use my phone. And I was like, Okay, all this time, I've yeah, all this time I've been like, well, I got to get a good camera so I can do this and blah, 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 and this, that, and the other thing. And I'm like, all he did is use his phone and his looked pretty good. And I suck at editing, but I'm working on it. But uh, but I think overall they came out pretty good. <laughs> Tim says he's pretty sure the Oregonians would disagree with Spaz. They put a beaver on their state flag. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, see? All right, Alan, who wants a Twisted demo? I got you. Who wants a Twisted demo? I, I got you, as long as I have to travel too far. Oh, man, I just saw I, I just saw this from Matt. Final call? I'm not up. Is that that's something new coming out something for Don't new. Look Back, right? Yeah, it's, it's very RPG. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I remember. The name didn't ring a bell, though. Yeah, I remember seeing that somewhere not that bell not didn't ring that bell i gotta say twisted to ring that bell right matt i would be all over that heck yeah that's cool um so i've been painting like mad i banged out 12 miniatures the past two nights Man. so needless to say i was staying up late yeah uh, i think yeah, one I night i saw it was like after 12 o'clock and i'm like yeah what is he you're I on you were on Discord. I was like, "What is yeah. he doing?" I had to throw my, I had to throw my pictures up there right before I went to bed. You know how, you know how it is, is when you get right to that point and you're like, "All right, I got two more colors to put on this guy," and then you put two more colors on him. And I don't know about the rest of you guys, but this is what happens to me. So I squirt out the two colors that I need, and then I put it on, and then I still have a big blob of paint. So I look over at the three other guys that are standing over there that that they can use that color. So I don't want to waste the paint. Yeah. So I go ahead and use that paint too. And then it just, and then of course you run out of that in paint there. before you're done with those three. So you squeeze out a little bit more and you find yourself in this horrible cycle of squeezing paint out of bottles and you can't more, go to sleep. More, more, <laughs> more, more, more. So, but I've been having a lot of fun. I've been getting caught up on a lot of models that are half painted in my pile of opportunity. Um, for those of you that are new, we do not have piles of shame. We have piles of opportunity. Right. And I actually have been doing a whole lot of Deep Wars, Deep Wars models and just ordered a new hot end for my printer. So I'm going to get back to printing some terrain, too. 
And Todd mm-hmm. says, and then all your models are finished. I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah. That doesn't that statement doesn't even make sense, does it? <laughs> Alan says, or you spill your paint and then everyone is red. Then you just go to bed. Then you're like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah, or I remember when Xander was little trying to help me paint my Warhammer, and I come in the room, and they're all hot pink. <laughs> yep. Yep. No doubt. I remember the... Okay, so before we segue in, because we're our, we're running our mouths way too much tonight, I guess we missed you guys. Um, <laughs> I remember I was painting my Incubi for my Dark Eldar army. Um, I was... This was way back, so I wasn't the. Um, I'm, I'm still not the best painter, but I wasn't even as good as I am now. But I put a lot of time and effort into painting my Incubi because they were my favorite models in my Dark Eldar army. And I was like, I finished all five of them. I was like, man, these dudes look sweet. I love them. Took them outside, had my rattle can of a uh, um, clear coat. It was white. Mm. I was like. Oh no. Yep. Primed him again. It was wonderful. So Oh my gosh. So anyway, that's that. But uh yes, Todd, I have a Ender Pro Ender 3 Pro. I've had it for a while. I've printed a bunch of stuff. It's just with life in general. Uh and actually it was Alan that told me because of the problems I've been having to see about getting a new hot end. So that's what I did. We'll see if that fixes it. And if it does, I got two spools ready to be used. All right, cool. Well, shall we get into it tonight since we're almost 10 minutes in and we haven't even talked about what we're talking about tonight. So tonight we have a listener submitted topic. Yes. From Andy Robertson all the way in New Zealand. And we're going to have a chat about games for the gamer that has a full plate in life and not a lot of time for their hobby. So let me read you Andy's question. So he wants to hear us talk about which systems or how many would you recommend to the time poor gamer, i.e. given little time or cognitive resource for rules assimilation and physical hobby. And which miniature systems would you recommend for maximum game time and fun? And that's from yeah. Andy. I thought that was a fantastic question. When Eric shot that one over to me, I was like, man, that's a good question. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Andy, if you have any more that are that good, please feel free to shoot them over. <laughs> that's or you other question. guys, just message yeah. us. Yeah, you guys us. too. Everybody, everybody. Hey, Ron, <laughs> how you doing? Oh, look at what Tim, look at what Tim did to me. Look at what Tim did to me. He says, if I ever finish painting all your models, miniature market will find out and have a sale just to make sure you're never finished. That yeah. is true. That's usually that's what true. happens. Oricon. All right, Todd, you win the comments tonight. Time poor gamer needs to evaluate his life and change his priorities. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's too good. You know, I I like this question because it is a very good subject to talk about with, you know, as especially I think as you get out of your, you know, you get older, you get kids, you get family functions going on all the time. It is really hard to dedicate that time to do your game. Yeah. And I mean, there was different areas you could go when you look at this. I thought, uh, you know, something that you would look at uh, how you judge what, what are going to be good games or systems is, um, you know, right off the bat, we were talking about solo games are are great for that because you can, you know, set it up, 
however long it takes you, come back the next day, maybe do a turn, come back, do two turns, that type of thing. Um, but we thought straightforward rules. Uh, you don't need a lot to get set up and start playing. So something that's, you know, you can just go running right out of the gates. Yep. Uh, you know, you kind of want to look at it, something probably casual, not like a lot of tactics where you're going to be thinking about, uh, you know, right. Positioning your, your, your troops and stuff like that. Um, and then we also thought one to three games, probably is a good number to look at you know that's so hard i think that's so hard to do for everybody hard. in the gaming community yeah. I th- yeah that's that's like the one advantage the warhammer players have over the skirmish players is that you have to be fully vested when you're playing warhammer you know what i mean you, yeah. you, you got to be all in well, um, and one of the benefits of that is you don't have a lot of game rules to remember yeah. you know it kind of becomes your lifestyle game that yeah. that you can yeah, dedicate in um, and if you're limited on time, uh, you could even look at that. One game would be great because of the lifestyle thing. And just that you can put your focus into that one game yeah. when you can scrape, you know, enough right. time to put into the hobby. Yeah. So, um, I think, I think I was going to close with this statement, but I think I'm going to open with it instead. Anything you can play solo moves fast. It just does because you're the only person. You're not waiting on anyone. And quite frankly, when you get to a rule that's like, oh, I don't really remember what that is. You're like, oh, well, I'll just play it like this and look it up after the game. Yeah. So, yeah, it, just, so it just it moves so fast. So keep it rolling. Wanna, and the rule of back and right? forth. Oh, yeah. You want to back and forth games? Because I we've got a bunch that I think you guys should check out. Yeah, they're already throwing them up in the comments. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not, I'm gonna have to disagree with you on Alan, Alan on core space, just for one reason is I don't think it's, it's not fast to set up pretty fast to play, but I don't think it's very fast to set up. Um, I suppose if you had a two by two pre-built table though, that you could just throw down. Yeah. Then, then it's a fast game. Then I would say, then I would say that. Yeah. Yeah. Have something preset. Well, (laughs) Okay, well, I think one of the first things that popped into my head for as a good system, and I'll, I'll go into, you know, we're going to go into why, you know, this makes it a good candidate. Um, one of my favorites, one of our early ones we talked about, Urban Manhunt. Um, you know, you need a rule book, and that's about it. Everything's in the rule book yeah. that you may need if you want to copy it or you want, you know, maybe yeah. fancy cards type of stuff. But everything's there. And what I, I liked about it is that it was low model count. Um, you know, shoot, if you need one model for yourself to play, and if you just had random models, you could just throw in there as the crims or realistically, if you didn't want to use models, the book has standees that you can copy and cut out and use there. That's how quick is that? You have no, you don't have to do any painting or building them. You can just put them on the table and, Urban Manhunt table setup is just a hodgepodge of like, yep. you know, wrecked buildings or cars or, you know, stone and you walls. Could, and you could really 2D Urban Manhunt, especially if you're just using yeah. the, the little markers. You could you could easy just play 2D. Um, that makes me think of what we talked about last week. Stalingrad Z, that Kickstarter going on. Yeah, flip book for your maps and yeah. standees. Um, it even comes with a 
the it's really cool the ammo can carrying case for the game yeah and and that's it i don't know how long it takes to play the rules are available to look at but i haven't I think looked it said at like 20 to 40 minutes yeah so on the scenario yeah so i think that that was that was pretty that was pretty cool but that wasn't mine that one doesn't <laughs> that count wasn't yours no well, it's one just other point one other point about urban manhunt is it does have mechanics in there for making your own hunters but mm. It also comes with a lot of pre-generated yep. characters in it that you can just use right out of the book. So you don't even have to go through the tables and rolling and figuring out points. And I want this ability, that ability. Just grab one and play. But if you want to play the most amazing pre-made character, you have to come to Coastal Con because that is the only place that you can get a Rooster McCoy card. Now, I forgot to ask you, when I took the picture for the Bat Rep, did you notice I worked him into that picture? I did not. I could not tell. I didn't see. Now I'm going to have to look. So, okay. So this one is mine and we're going to go back down under again. And that is from Mana Press, Tribal, Primeval, and there's also Brutal. So there's three different, they're all the same rules. Um, you got to show these to everybody. You got to show your books, man. So that the people that listen to the podcast can wonder what it was. <laughs> <laughs> that, they were, that we were showing. So these are really cool. And if you guys have watched us talk about um, these games before, uh, I didn't like these. I didn't think I was going to like them at first because they took away the dice from me and made it card-based. Yeah, I remember you were worried about that when yeah, you were looking into that. These games are amazing and they play super fast. You need a deck of cards. Ideally, you need a handful of miniatures just because, you know, I mean, it's me we're talking about, so I would need miniatures. But you could use tokens. You could use whatever you wanted. It wouldn't matter. It would yeah. be super easy, and it plays really fast. Like I said, you just need a standard deck of cards to play it. Um, and it's a lot it's a lot deeper than the thin book would make you think. It, it's, it's much more involved than just that little skinny rule book would make you think, so... That's mine. And we got a couple comments. Todd said, uh, Car Wars, the new Car Wars. Yeah. I want to emphasize that because the old Car Wars does not play fast. <laughs> but he says it has decent solo rules too. Alder says, Zombicide, not a true miniature skirmish game, but it's his go to quick setup and play game. Yeah. I can, I definitely agree with that. You can, um, it's kind of a can, hybrid of miniature game, board game is how I look at that. A, a lot of Simon games are like that they're yeah dungeon crawlers i guess you want to call them yeah yeah all right what's your next one all right so my next one that popped into my head is another show favorite but it's rain and hell i recently played this one and the reason i like this is it's simple rule book you know easy to kind of read through this sucker it's got all the scenarios you would need in the rule book and it's really one of those games that it's agnostic. You don't need that many models. Use whatever you want. Uh, the combat is very simple. It's all melee. And oh, yeah. it's all six-sided dice. So it's super it's simple. Not, yeah, it's super simple. And it's fast. I mean, yeah. you can run through a game uh, really quick because... Uh, they that they die fast. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think our first learning game where we kept flipping back to the book, I think it was maybe 35 40 minutes. And yeah. that was and that was probably a solid 10 15 minutes of flipping back to the book and figuring out what um you know, what what ability did this until Seth made us cards and then we just had our cards. Um, yeah. but that's a good point on time because that kind of segues into Relic Blade. 
setup's not necessarily all that fast, but it is a two by two space. Yeah. So you're talking about a very small footprint, easy to do, few pieces of terrain um, that, that you could do just about anything. Um, but the gameplay is just lightning fast. I, I think I think my first learning game was maybe 20 minutes. Okay. And now it was fast, but it wasn't lacking in anything, if you know what I mean. It didn't feel like it was lacking in mechanics or, or anything like that. It felt very full, but it was super fast, super fast. Yeah, and so, I, I, I really like these games like uh, Rain and Hell, Relic Blade, that have that two-by-two two size board. Oh, whoops. Because it's just, it's... <laughs> <laughs> so we're both doing it tonight. You, you know, you can get into the combat or the scenario a lot quicker that way, where you're not spending two turns just moving. Yeah. You know, you, you can move and get into it on the first yeah. turn right out of the gate. So I, I like these games that are like that. And I've mentioned several times that most of my games that I play, they're supposed to be on a four by four or three by three. I play them on a two by two just because I don't want to spend a first turn moving. Yeah. Yeah, so, and that's that's, nice. that's the nice thing about these games is that, you know, you're looking for something you don't have a lot of time. Don't feel like you have to follow the rules, you know, to the T. Yeah. You can make these adjustments. Uh, it's the rule of having fun and the rule of cool, you know. Thank if it you. That, it that, cool, sounded that sounded really rough as the yeah, rule yeah. of just having <laughs> fun. Just have fun. <laughs> Um, so the, yeah, you know, that's, that's something else to think about when you're looking yeah. for like, to play these games, uh, you know, in, in a limited time. Yeah. Um, so my next one, uh, I actually have both their books here because I uh -oh. think they uh -oh. kind of both apply, uh, but was retro ray gun or war rocket. War rocket. Yeah. These are same thing. Very small board. Um, not a lot of models, the combat and all that stuff is real simple. Uh, they have like charts in here. So you're rolling on the charts yep. to see what exactly happens and you just do it. Um, and you can print the cards for all the characters, which yeah. is super nice too. And the other thing that I liked about, uh, retro ray gun. Yeah. The thing I like about retro ray gun specifically versus war rocket is that even though you can play small, you can you can, if you if you have a bunch, you can throw them on the table and still play it much larger too. So it just it scales right up, which is awesome. And I so, think this book this book is basically all we kind of first got into is like twenty dollars. So yeah. price wise too, it's it's good to get into. Yep, definitely. Now this one, all right. Nobody's nobody on the planet is going to know this actual book. Ready? It's a samurai bunny rabbit. I was going to say, that looks Samurai like a comic book from the 80s. Right? This is Song of the Splintered Lands. But that's not the game itself I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is Ganesha Games, right up here in the corner. Ganesha Games is, I'm not even going to try to pronounce his last name. Uh, his name is Andre. And he wrote the rule, the engine for people more typically know it as Song of Blades and Heroes. That is the rule set that he wrote. Any Song of Blades and Heroes rule set is going to be fast. It is a two stats for your guys kind of mm -hmm. game. And it is super, super fast. And it's really good. As a matter of fact, Deep Wars uses the Song of Blades and Heroes engine 
to run its game. And any game made by Ganesha, they all use the same rule set. So um, someone had mentioned, I think in Andy's comment, he had mentioned that being able to process all these different rule sets, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, with Ganesha games, you can play a zombie game. You can play my favorite Ganesha game, Fistful of Kung Fu, which is mm. basically, you know, every Bruce Lee, Jackie Chan, and Chuck Norris movie balled up into one. Uh, but they they have every genre imaginable exists in that rule set. So you only have to know that rule set. I like that when a rule set can is... I don't want to say that it's lacking, but it's broad enough that it can yeah. encompass all these different genres or oh, themes yeah. in it. Uh, it just depends on what your tastes are. Uh, I, I think that's a great flexibility for a game that, you know, like one day you may feel like Kung Fu. The other day you feel like Zombisa or, you know, zombie. Apocalypse. I always feel like Kung Fu. What are you talking about? <laughs> Well, what are you talking about? I always feel like Kung Fu. Well, see there, I just captured both sides of Indie Invasion. You, Kung Fu, me, zombies. There you go. Kung Fu <laughs> zombies. Now we need a new game. Kung oh, Fu zombies. No. <laughs> Kung Fu zombies. Yes. We need oh, to man. we need to call Ian. He can do a Kung Fu zombies for us. Street Wars, Ian McDonald, Funky Skull yeah. Games. There you go. That's how we need to go. All right. What do you got next? <laughs> so... We got a couple more. Uh, I think we could run through them a little bit faster. Uh, so we have, I'm going to go with Twilight. Oh, you stole Twilight. All right, I'll hold the yes. book up. There we both good. Bye-bam. So Twilight's great. Same thing. Fast, fast game. Small, small board that you need. You only need, what? what's like the max miniatures you need in this? Maybe um, like Well, I, Matt. Max, I think you can you can bump it up pretty high if you want to, but I typically because I use the Divanu, I typically have maybe six or seven models on the board for what That's I would normally play. Yeah, and these uh, these miniatures, if you do get them to paint them, oh man, they're they're basically lizard like creatures that you can just paint green. You can paint them brown. You don't have to awesome. get super detailed in the painting of them and get them on yes, the board. You do. They're awesome. What, they need you? your best work. But I don't have time. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> I still need your best work. I don't care. All so right, that's well, a good you... one for you guys to check out. All right. You stole that. So I'm yeah. going to go, I'm going to go with bot war, bot war again, out of Australia. So play super fast. This is not the second edition rule book. I only have the first edition rule book. I got a whole bunch of models, but this game plays ridiculously fast low stats um, on those characters yeah low stat no, you know low number of stats real simple dice mechanics six-sided yeah. dice specialty dice but six-sided dice unless that i don't know if that's changed in second edition or not i think it might have because i remember seeing on the packet that they had 10 siders so not not 100 percent sure on that one but in the first edition just lightning fast gameplay you could you could bang out a game in 30 minutes easy Mm -hmm. And small again, small board space, two by two, easily doable for that game. Go see, see how good I did. You fast. do the last one, and then we'll look through some of the. I'm gonna look through some of the comments. Well, I got one more. Do you have another you one? No, you go with the last. Oh, one. I got another one. Okay, so this one is super fun too. This is Tanks by Gale Force Nine, and I know this isn't everything else was That's, a small company. I saw a lot of people getting into that at Adepticon. Yeah. Okay, it's a super cool game. It's really easy to play. And it's fast. It, it's really fast. And not just because the tanks are fast. 
but the tanks are fast. But that's not the only reason it's fast. It plays really quickly. And again, you don't need a bunch of terrain and you don't need a big footprint. Yep. Yep. So, all right. So I've been scrolling through the comments. So Tim mentions Battletech can actually be a good game for this. No terrain to set up comes with standees. You could probably get through a round or two at a time, but just write down your hex and you can pick, pack everything up and, you know, jump right back into it. And yeah, Ron that, also agrees with that. That's you know, true. Sets yeah, up set, fast. Like I remember Battletech out of the old box, you unfold the map and uh, you had the plastic miniatures, throw the plastic miniatures on there. Yeah. The game turns would be long. Uh, but again, if you're doing something where you can, uh, where, you, you know, you can write down the hex number and the facing, or if you can leave it set up, it's something you can come back yeah. to. So it does have it does have a very small footprint, that's for sure. Let's see, Alan's mentioned Mercs, definitely that would be a good one. Yeah. Uh, Mercs played really fast. We have a video you guys can check out of that. Yeah, <laughs> right. Alan, did you win that one when you demoed? Because I didn't, I didn't watch it all the way to the end. Yeah, my guy was. I had one guy left that was just blowing them off the map. I was making a pile of bodies, but he eventually. <laughs> You know, um, got down to me. I um, made a pile of bodies too in our game. So let's see. Uh, Todd mentions one incursion by Grind Grindhouse. If you can find it, it's a board mini game. So again, okay. like Zombicide, it's kind of that in between. Uh, Todd also mentions Grups. Works good Gerps, for me. Yeah, Grups. That's true. That's true. Ron said he uh, came up with a system to speed up BattleTech. Uh oh. That's good because it needs yeah. to be sped up. I used to love Battletech, but then I was also playing Starfleet Battles. So maybe that's the next discussion is longest game you can possibly think of. Starfleet Battles. Todd's helping us out. Fist of Zombies. The there Zen you go. The, the Zen of the Unliving. I, I like it. I love that, that, that I like subtitle. It. That's awesome. Um, I like it. But let's see. We have any more? Oh, what's Craig's? Spaz saying nobody has time. It's important enough. You make time. Very true. You know, philosophical here yeah, now, Spaz. Come on. Come on, Spaz. Don't get too philosophical. We'll all start no. crying and, you know, and I, I know I have our feelings. <laughs> mentioned it, but I'm going to throw it out again. Don't look back. This one would fit into this category. Oh, yeah. Solo, you know. Um, I, you know what play. I would be interested to try is uh, I'm going to – I haven't picked the game up yet. I've played it, but I haven't picked it up yet. I think I might pick it up and try it on a two by two board and see how it plays. Because for me, if I can reduce the footprint, then I find the game just goes that much faster when I can just skip the first turn of move Moving. all my guys forward. And yeah, uh, especially when I play twisted where you have an activation card deck that you sort and it's like, Oh, well, I sorted my activation deck so that I could move everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Not my favorite thing. So anyway, that's a lot of that's a lot of short games. Well, Andy, yeah. I hope that helped. Not only is it a lot of them, but let's see what did we have? We had we missed one. We missed Rumble Slam. We got oh, we missed that Rumble one Slam. Out. That's right. Yeah. Rumble Slam super fast and will make you laugh the entire time. But since Andy <laughs> pulled the question out, we gave him Bot War, Tribal, Brutal, and Primeval, all which are in his neck of the woods. Yeah, because they're all out of Australia. Um, so there you go. Oh, wait. Okay, Tim, I, I got you on this one, buddy. Me too. 
I must have built five million different well, that, mechs. That just was like Air Wars. Wars. Yeah, yeah. Just like <laughs> that's what I was saying. That was BattleTech was my car wars that Eric had building his cars, just building mech after mech after mech. I got a yep. folder of those darn things still. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, I think it's your turn to take us out. It is my turn to take us out. And guys, thanks for catching us this Thursday on Indie Invasion Shorts. We do these every Thursdays, 8.30 Central. If you guys want to join in the conversation, because we always have a audience that you can throw out some stuff at us. That's and right. it really helps, actually. We we love hearing from you guys oh, in yeah. there. We love doing this live. But thanks for tuning in. And if you guys want some more content, you can check us out uh, on Podbean and other podcast platforms where you can hear these and some of our older stuff. You can go in the backlog and hear our podcast, our audio podcast on there. And you can check us out on YouTube, Instagram, all those other places to see videos and what everybody's working on and uh, find us on the um Man, I am I am derailing myself on Discord. the Discord. Uh, we got a growing community there where everybody's posting their stuff there. Uh, check it out. We got links in show notes in here. And hey, if you guys like what we're doing and want to support us, make sure you check us out on Patreon. Throw some pennies our way to help keep the lights on. Uh, helps us keep doing this thing that we have fun with. And if you need a coffee cup or a hat or maybe you need a tank top we're getting close to summertime yeah maybe you need a or or a skirt or a skirt or a skirt <laughs> or a shower oh. curtain or a clock or a comforter some of the stuff that's on red bubble blows my mind yeah but there yep. it is i'm telling you one of these days my wife's gonna come home she's gonna be like you're gonna redecorate the bedroom? There an indian invasion comforter <laughs> on the bed oh how, how did that get there <laughs> oh man but if you guys have any comments or questions or more suggestions like from Andy, make sure that you guys message us on one of those platforms or you can send us an email at IndieInvasion at gmail.com. But guys, that's about it for this week. Uh, we enjoyed having you. And you know what? Till next time, prepare yourself for the invasion. Bye, guys. <laughs>